welcome to Woo With Us. I'm Denise. And I'm Nicole, and we are your hosts. Going through a spiritual awakening alone is not easy, so we share our own journeys and explore spiritual topics as we align and enlighten our souls. We want you to join us and begin to believe in miracles, magic, and connecting with the other side. So with your heart and mind open, come woo with us. Hello, everyone. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Denise. Welcome back to Woo With Us. Uh, This week's episode, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about intuition and being your own psychic. And, you know, I think Nicole and I both believe that everyone is psychic in some way. Um, Everyone has their own special gifts. Some of the, some people are probably naturally born with stronger psychic talents than others. Um, But I believe that when you start to do practices such as meditation and you start to learn how to raise your vibration and you start practicing these things and really like, it's really more about getting in touch with trusting what comes through for you, right? Because when you start, you're automatic, you're always thinking like, I just made that up you know? <laughs> um, so it's when you start practicing and we'll give you some kind of like tests, we'll have you do a couple of tests with us on the podcast today, but we'll also give you some things you can do on your own to where you can start seeing it for yourself. And once you start seeing for yourself, like on your own, like, oh my gosh, you know, I did, I did guess that. How did I guess that? Um, you'll start to trust yourself more and then things will just start to open up naturally for you. So, you know, that being said, I think we should probably talk about like some ways that maybe you'll know your intuition or your psychic gifts are starting to open up. Um, I think the first thing for people is usually like a gut feeling, right? I think we all have that like our whole lives and you just, I mean, people just say that to you and you don't understand that that's actually your intuition or like a psychic um, ability. You just have these hunches and these thoughts and then you either go with the thought and trust it, or you don't. And then you're like, Oh, I should have gone with the thought, you know, like, for example, I I'll all the time. I kind of test myself with like different ways to get somewhere. Like if I'm traveling somewhere out of my neighborhood or something, and I get like a feeling of, I really shouldn't go down this street today. I should probably go another way, or maybe I should get off at this exit and just take the longer way home today. That always happens. It will always pop in my brain. And most of the time I'll be like, no, it's just going to take forever. You're just thinking that because you're thinking the worst. And then inevitably I'll end up sitting in traffic or like, you know, a cop will be pulled over on the side of the road and everybody slows down and it's just 10 minutes longer anyway. So it's always like learning to trust yourself in those situations. Um, another thing that I read was, so some people see, um, people and energy like animals, plants, people, they see energy is color. And I don't have that gift, but I've heard people that can like look at a person and they almost associate them with a color like, Oh, you're pink or you're red. And like, I, that doesn't happen for me, but maybe it does for you. And then there's also people that, um, they get the, um, the smell or a sound maybe even from other people, right? You're like, you meet somebody and you like, oh, they smell like gardenias or, (laughs) um, oh, they sound like this song. Maybe that song pops in your head. I I don't know. And I think there's a word for it. There's like a scientific word for it, like synesthesia or something where like your senses mix together. Um, But that could be a good sign that you might have a little bit of intuition or psychicness. 
your dreams. Um, dreams are huge. If you have dreams where you either have visitation from loved ones or you see um, maybe a scene or something play out in your dreams and then it comes true, that's a pretty good sign that you've got some stuff going on and maybe you should start working with your dreams and doing some dream work. If you feel like your senses are stronger than other people around you, like you're smelling something and the person that's with you is like, I don't smell that. <laughs> or you hear something outside and the person's like, I didn't hear that. Like if you have a sense that your senses are stronger than others, that might be a sign that you're, you have some intuition, psychicness going on. Obviously, if you see spirits or you feel spirits, that's probably a pretty good sign that you have, are, have some kind of gift. Um, you feel or see energy. And I know you know, for me, looking back on my life now, I always felt energy. Um, it's funny, I was thinking about this the other day. I never knew that I was feeling energy. It was just such a part of me um, that when I, when I learned Reiki and I started doing Reiki and I understood what was playing out, it was almost like if my whole life people had been speaking in Japanese to me <laughs> and I only ever spoke English and nobody taught me what Japanese meant in English. That was like energy for me. When I learned Reiki, all of a sudden I had like, oh, that's the language that I've been using and dealing with my whole life and then learning how to actually work with it and manipulate it. So that's something that, you know, that that could mean that you have some intuition. Um, I did read Deja Vu maybe, but Deja Vu, there's so many like theories on what that is that I, I don't know. I feel like everybody has Deja Vu and I know everybody is kind of psychic too, but if you're getting it a lot, maybe there's something going on there. Um, I know a lot of people, like if you see lights or shadows out of the corner of your eye. Like all of a sudden you just like, you're sitting there and all of a sudden you'll get like a light flash over in like the left-hand side of your room or out of the corner of your eye. Um, that's a pretty good sign that things are <clears throat> waking up for you. And if you have somebody that you're related to, you know, that's intuitive, that's psychic, that's probably a pretty good sign that you might have some of that going on too. Um, do you have any additional ones, Nicole? Um, I think you hit all of them for the most part. I, I did think it was interesting that you brought up the colors though, because that was something that I read about a little bit more was actually assigning colors to emotions and mm -hmm. practicing that daily. And that way, when you see a color, you know, a color comes to your mind, you're fusing that color with the energy. So it's just kind of a way of playing with your psychic abilities or your intuition a little bit more. So I thought that was cool that you brought that up too. Yeah. It's like creating a symbolism for yourself almost, right? Yes. Like, oh, I'm seeing blue yeah. on this person and blue for me is associated with sadness. That person's energy is sad. Kind of like, yeah, I get it. That's cool. Okay. So what we're going to do for you guys is we're going to go through a meditation that's going to walk you through raising your vibration and then we're going to do some like questions to kind of test your psychic ability. And I'll, I'll say if you're driving, um, keep your eyes open during this meditation. If you can close your eyes. Um, I know sometimes I've done things like 
raising my vibration with my eyes open while I'm driving. It's possible. Um, but please be safe. <laughs> don't, don't totally zone out and like, you know, get your head in the clouds and, um, cause any accidents. So what you're going to do is you're going to start out, um, just get comfortable, whatever's comfortable for you. You can sit, um, with your feet on the floor and your back straight up. You can sit in cross-legged position. You can lie down if you want, whatever's comfortable for you. There's no, um, right or wrong answer here. And I want you to close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out. Another deep breath and out. Another deep breath in, and this time on your out breath, just notice all the tension leaving your body. Relax your shoulders and your jaw. If you're sucking in your stomach, allow your stomach to just be comfortable. And I want you to imagine you're standing on the earth, wherever that is. Imagine you're standing on the earth in a forest, can be on the beach, can be in the desert, wherever you want to imagine you're standing with your bare feet on the earth. And on your next deep breath, I want you to imagine you're breathing in the earth energy through the soles of your feet. And as you breathe in that energy, notice how that energy feels in the tips of your toes. It might come through with some tingles. You might visualize it as a green energy. And as you continue breathing in, notice that energy moves up over the tops of your feet. And it moves up your ankles and your calves. And notice that green tingly energy wrap around your kneecaps. It continues up over your thighs, into your hips. And as that energy gets to your hips, I want you to notice it in your root chakra. That energy mixes with that red energy in your root chakra. And it allows your root chakra to open and spin. And then notice the energy continues up into your sacral chakra. And that your sacral chakra opens now and spins. Notice that tingly energy continue up now into your solar plexus, that yellow energy 
just above your belly button and your solar plexus opens up and spins. And the energy continues to climb now into your heart space, that emerald green or rose pink color. And allow it to open your heart chakra and spin. And this energy continues to climb now up into your throat and it mixes with that blue throat chakra energy and it opens that throat chakra and it begins to spin now notice that energy climb up to your third eye indigo night sky energy mixes with the earth energy and allow your third eye to open and spin now notice this earth energy continues to climb up out of the crown of your head opens your crown chakra Just allow yourself to feel that energy just above your head space right now. Now imagine that your soul star chakra, the chakra that connects your physical body to the divine, it opens and it allows this beautiful golden light to shine back down through your crown chakra, down through your third eye, through your throat, into your heart chakra. And travels down into your solar plexus and your sacral and your root and all the way down through your legs and out of the soles of your feet and into the earth. And just notice how you feel right now. Chakras are all open and spinning and you are in oneness with your physical being and the divine. And try to hold on to that vibration now while we play these little psychic games for you. Okay. So what I want you guys to do when we ask these questions, we're going to give you like, we to be quick about it. <laughs> That's what intuition is, that it's quick. So I want to ask the question. We're going to give you 
I don't know, maybe 10 seconds and then we're gonna give you the answer. So people do this in different ways. Um, I can ask you the question and you can either like visualize my name, Denise, and then answer it. So you can, you know, I say, okay, what, ask you the question and then you're gonna say, you're gonna think of my name to connect with me in that moment and then just answer the question, the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, so this is Denise. What color shirt am I wearing today? Okay, the color is gray. It's a gray shirt. So if you got that right, Give yourself a point. <laughs> All right, do you wanna ask Nicole now? You can do the, the shirt question. Okay, so this is Nicole, tapping into my energy. What color shirt am I wearing? My color of shirt is green. So if you guessed green or intuitively knew green, then give yourself a point. There you go. I like that better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to think of a number between one and 10. This is Denise. The number is six. Did you get it? <laughs> no, or you weren't trying. <laughs> you know I was, but I think I was getting the number that I wanted in my head and it messed me up. <laughs> All right, you wanna do a number? Yes, okay. So this is Nicole tapping in my energy and I am going to do a number one to 20. The number that I chose was 13. Ooh, that was wrong. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Okay, last one. So unless you can think of another one, I was going to do like an animal. And to keep it easy, I was going to think of like an animal that can be found in North America that is pretty common and it's not a pet. Well, it could be a pet, but it's not typically a pet. I'm already thinking of it. This is Denise. Okay. It is a raccoon. <laughs> so if you got raccoon, that's... um. Pretty good, good job. All right, you wanna go? Yeah, okay, so I am going to think, let me do a letter of the alphabet. Okay. I'm gonna think of a letter of the alphabet. 
And I'll give you a little bit of time to tap in. It's Nicole, tap into my intuition. Letter of the alphabet. My letter was the letter R as in rabbit. <laughs> I had R first and then I did S. I was like, right in between R and S. Yeah. Well, I honestly do think it has something to do with, I know we're on a podcast and we have to speak and I'm trying to count. And so maybe I'm not thinking of what I should be thinking about as strongly. I'm thinking of like the numbers and you know what I mean? So that could be some of it as well. <laughs> Sending it out there. Um, can you think of any other like fun tests you could do right now? Because those are the only ones that I could really think of where it was like common things for people to guess. So um, I don't know that we can necessarily do this here on the spot, but I know that there are some groups on Facebook that do things to like test people's intuition and they'll have like a piece of paper and they'll have something underneath that piece of paper and they'll have you guess what that is. And then, you know, they'll wait a day or whatever. And you just, you know, think about it and then, you know, they'll pull the paper aside and then you'll see what it is. I mean, it could be a number, it could be a picture, it could be a color, whatever. Um, they don't even, they don't even narrow it down for you. It's just kind of like, it could be whatever. So use your intuition. Um, but I, I thought that was kind of a fun game though. I don't really know that I have anything to do. I don't know to have anything. Um, whoa, um, okay. So I have a crystal on my table that I'm looking at right now. And I want you to guess what, what the crystal is. So I'm looking at it and I'll give you some time. 10 seconds. It's Nicole. So tap into my energy. It's a common crystal. Yes. All right. The answer is carnelian. So crazy because I was hearing K and I went with court. Were you? <laughs> yeah, I went with course. court. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. It's gotta be quartz. It's common. Hmm. Do I have a crystal? Okay, I have a crystal. And I have three of them, so I need to pick one. Um okay, it's common. It's Denise. I'm thinking about one of them. Okay. It is rose quartz. Dang it. <laughs> I was thinking selenite. Are any of the three crystals no. out there selenite? No Dang. selenite. Okay. Oddly enough, I have no selenite in here. It's all in my house, not in my office. All right. So that was, I hope that like you guys got some of that right. Even if you got like one or two, again, that's pretty good. Um, it's all about practice and really learning how to hone in. Like I know once I break that oneness, 
it's hard for me to get back into it. So kind of learning how to get that vibration raised up and then practicing holding it. Um, you know, when you're doing, um, I mean, I would say ethically, this is like right now, if you're not like some professional psychic doing readings, which I highly doubt you're listening to this podcast if you are, but if you're just like a newbie and you're trying to learn your skills and hone in on it ethically, don't go out and like try to read people in the grocery store and stuff. Like that's not cool. You, (laughs) I mean, if you, if you automatically are doing it and you can't help yourself, that's one thing, but like to just be like tapping into people's stuff and, and looking into their life that's not really like, fun and especially like with your friends and stuff like you don't want to be like oh I saw this in my meditation this morning about you like eh. you don't want to be telling people things that they don't necessarily ask you to tell them okay so what else can you do um so a couple of things that I always do and I'm so this this one's funny because I swear I have this like self-fulfilling prophecy of picking the slowest grocery line in the grocery store. So literally, I mean, my husband will go every if he picks a line, I will follow him because I am terrible at it. I will always pick the slowest one. So when I pick a line, I know nope, that's not the right one, and I'll go to a different one. So that's a good way to kind of test your intuition if you're not like me. <laughs> um, pick which line is going to be the fastest and see if you're right. Um, car lane, like when you're driving, um, your car, pick if you're like, um, maybe you're sitting in traffic. Okay. Which line is going to move first and see if you can pick which, which line actually starts moving in traffic. Um, another one is, um, like an elevator. Like if you have to go to a building or something and there's three elevators, pick which one's going to be the one that that opens first. So those are a couple of good ways. Um, sometimes I'll do like when I, if I'm standing in a line somewhere and I send somebody's behind me, I'll kind of in my mind, I'll be like, hmm, what color shirt are they wearing? You know, or like, what color hair do they have? I'll try to visualize using their energy, what they, what they look like. So that's kind of some fun ways that I do just like out and about in the world. How about you? You have any that you want to share? I have a couple more, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always think I have kind of a story. Um, when I was younger and I first started learning how to drive, it was the first time I was able to drive to work by myself and I went to pick up my friend something was telling me to turn this other way like literally I'm backing out of the driveway and I keep going this way but in my head I'd already decided I'm going the back roads so I had to turn like into her driveway three times because I was like I kept going that way and I didn't listen I went the way I thought I needed to go and not the way intuition was telling me to go and I ended up having an accident So hopefully none of that happens to you, but a fun way to play with that is to just, when you have time and you're doing a drive and you want to just follow intuition, you know, just have intuition guide you to certain places, just follow what your intuition says. Um, You know, I think it's cool just to kind of experiment and let your intuition go. I think the more, like she said, the more you practice with it, the more you use it. It's like a muscle. I think it's really important also to kind of, you have to relax in order to 
do this, you have to get out of your head. And I think a lot of people start talking negatively to themselves and saying that, you know, oh, I can't do it. I'm not psychic, whatever. And that that's going to make it so that you're not tapping into that ability. One thing that I found was cool during my research was something called scan the room. Um, I am somebody who is a crazy observer. So I often just sit and watch people. So this is something that I do anyway, but using it to my ability for intuitive purposes. Um, they say to scan the room and like notice the sights and sounds and scents, and then start finding which place you feel more inviting, which place do you feel least inviting. You're kind of learning about energies this way and how energies feel to you. So the more you start manipulating or messing with or thinking about energies in a room and with people, I think the more you tap into your intuition. So I just thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah, I've never thought to do that. I'm a total people watcher. Like I love airports and stuff like that because I love watching people. Um, that's a good way to kind of see like or maybe it's like you're watching somebody and you're and I might already do this. Probably like, hmm, I wonder if that person is going to meet this person over here or like trying to connect the people together, maybe. I don't know. It's fun, fun stuff. Another thing that I so there were, I don't know what the name of the damn cards were, but when back in the day they were doing these tests to see if like scientifically people were actually psychic, where they would have a person in one room look at a card and then a person in the other room would guess the card and the cards were like I think there was like five cards or something and they each had their own symbol on it so it was like five cards that you could guess from which I think is kind of like a simple way to start because you only have you got a one in five shot you know <laughs> for me I actually would do tarot cards um so I would sit and I would shuffle a tarot card and I would put it in between my hands face down and I would go with whatever my first like visual was. Sometimes it would be a number. Sometimes I would see a color. Sometimes I would see a shape and I would just let that be. I, I wouldn't try to be like, oh, that's the, you know, ace of wands. I wouldn't do that. I would just try to get the picture that was coming through or the number. And I was, I mean, I had a really good ratio on that just by, by, letting the ego part out of it, of trying to actually get what card it was and just letting myself be like, oh, I see that there's water in this, or I see a stick. So maybe it is a wand or I see an 11. So it was, and I would do really well. Um, so that's one way that you could test just all by yourself. Um, but you could also do that with somebody else. Um, you could use a regular playing deck of cards if you want and try and do that with people um if you have a child or a spouse or a friend that you could probably do that with you could do it over the phone you could do it over zoom and just kind of like play around a little bit and see what you could do um with that um i do want to say with that is that some people i think are really good receivers of intuition and psychic messages and some people are really good givers and what I think is funny about the test that we just did with me and you is I think both of us are really good receivers and probably aren't the best givers. So, it, you know, if none, probably of, right. none of you got any of those right, it could be that we just suck at giving. Um, <laughs> like I know my husband and I, though, I think the both of us are opposites. Like I think I'm very good at receiving and I think he's very good at giving. And so 
I'm almost always able to read him and he's always able to kind of, well, sometimes he reads me. Um, but I will say that. So if you find that you're not like receiving as much, but when you do something with a friend, you're able to actually send them the information very well. That's kind of cool. And there are other, there are other people I know who, um, they can't do like what I was doing with the tarot card. It's almost like they need somebody else's energy, right? Like I don't feel like I necessarily need another person's energy to pick up on intuition or, um, you know, things like that. I can do it just on my own. But as far as like other people, I have heard that unless they have somebody else sitting in front of them and working with them, using that energy, they're just like not psychic on their own. They don't have that intuition, like telepathy on their own kind of thing. Um, so there's that. Um, what's some other things I was thinking of? Like maybe if your phone rings, try and guess who it is before you look at it. Or I think I've heard some people say, try and guess what kind of mail you're going to get tomorrow. Like, are you going to get a bill? Are you going to get a junk mail from this place? Like, cause you kind of know you get the same stuff usually. Is tomorrow going to be coupon day? I don't know. Um, sometimes like with work, you can be like, okay, who's going to be the first person to email me this morning or, you know, message me this morning or whatever. So those are just some, some games that you can play. Um, do you have any other like games or ideas that you could play to kind of test yourself? No, when you were talking about the cards though, that was something that I, I meant to say too. So that's funny that you said that. Um, I, I thought those were all really good. Actually, I never even thought about like energy versus, you know, just having an object and whatever. But I kind of wonder if that goes along with using your muscle for your intuition more. So maybe you aren't necessarily great with the non-energy games but if you work it a little bit more maybe it becomes something that isn't quite so hard for you to do but you're more prone to do feel the energy of someone and be able to guess that way so yeah um I, one of the things that it did say was um journaling your dreams is kind of a big deal uh with working with your intuition so you can notice similarities and get a feel for like what the dreams start to mean. I always used to look up, you know, certain objects of my dreams and, you know, like an online dictionary for dreams. I don't know how I really feel about those because none of them ever seemed to jive with what I felt the dream was about. So I really do think that you have to use your intuition with that. Um, and you may see certain things come up a lot in your dreams and then you start understanding what that means or based on your experience, you have this dream and then that next day this happened to you. So you kind of can relate those two. So yeah. I don't know. And journaling, journaling is good. They said that if you journal, um, it helps to open your subconscious mind up, which allows you to tap into your intuition. So journaling is always good. It's good for everything. It's good for therapy and it's good for your intuition too. Yeah. Yeah. I had dreams next on my list. So you must be sick. Um, <laughs> um, so I think, I think that's a good start for you guys. There's so, I mean, there's so much that you could talk about dreams we might have to do a whole episode on dreams because good Lord, there's so much going on in our dreams that we just, we have not even delved, I think, as a society into what is possible in dreams. Uh, we, you know, we did the, the Claire podcast recently, go back to that. 
or just reference that as you're doing these and start to find, like, find where your intuition is coming from. So you can learn how your gifts come through. I think that's probably one of the biggest things you need to do as you're working on your intuition and you're coming out is to know how it comes to you. Because if you have no clue that you're a feeler and you're supposed to be going off whatever you're feeling in your gut and you're thinking you're going to be seeing things and you're not a clairvoyant, you know, like you're, you're totally, you're, you're missing the point, right? Like don't, don't worry about what you want to be, what you want your gift to be, and just be totally cool with what it is because everybody is unique and everybody has their own gifts and we can't all be <laughs> clairvoyant mediums like you see on TV. It's just that the world would be nuts. Um, <laughs> so just that's your gift and know your gift. And I mean, that's really all I have to say about this. I think this is, was a really fun episode. I hope you guys all liked it. Do you have anything else to add, Nicole? Oh yeah. One thing I did forget to say, we're going to do an episode, so I'm not going to go too much into this on astrology. Um, I thought it was interesting when I was doing my research that one of the things that they said is that typically people who have water signs somewhere in their, um, their chart. So like a sun sign or maybe a rising sign, or even like, um, you know, the moon sign, um, if it's a water sign, which is going to be a Cancer, a Scorpio, or a Pisces, these tend to be really connected to psychic abilities. Now, that doesn't mean that just because you don't have that in your chart or whatever that you're not, but it's just saying that that is, that's a good indication that you could be, um, that you could be psychic. So I just thought that was cool. Just a little piece of information. If you're into natal charts and looking at astrology, that could be something to look at. Yeah. And we'll definitely dig a little deeper into that, um, on another episode soon, because we could go deep with that too. Um, so I think that's it for us this week. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe. So you won't miss another. If you feel called to do so, please give us a five-star rating. This helps our podcast reach a broader community and enlighten more souls. 